Welcome to Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage, the show that gives you a chance to hang with today's top contemporary jazz artists. I'm your host, Carl Brown. Good afternoon, everybody. Today's show is a special one, ladies and gentlemen, and it's special because not only are we live streaming from the Fresh Coast Jazz Festival Fall Affair in Brookfield, Wisconsin, but we also have two guests with us today. Both of our guests have been at the top of the contemporary jazz charts quite a bit over the last several months. Um, one of them is a producer and keyboardist, while the other is a vocalist and saxophone player. And trust me when I say that you will undoubtedly know their music when you hear it. Please welcome to today's show, Mr. Greg Manning and Miss Paula Atherton. Paula and Greg, welcome. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, it's our pleasure to have you guys here. So you're going to be taking the stage in a a little while at the Fresh Coast Jazz Festival. You've had a long day already, sound checking and all that good stuff. How is it, what is it like for you guys when it's day of a show? Um, How do do you guys get nervous? Are you guys just excited, just ready to get going? What is it like for you guys? I mean, I, I can only speak for myself, not for Paula. Uh, yeah, I, I still have, you know, some, some butterflies before every performance. Okay. But, you know, the, this is like, this is a great thing because, you know, after COVID, just playing yeah. again for people. Yeah. The, the, this is a special one for me. So I, I, I just love it. Yeah, that's great. That's great. What about you, Paula? Yeah, you know, I think every performer, no matter how long they've been performing, they still have a little bit of uh, nervousness yeah. or apprehension, you know, uh, before you get with the audience. But once you get out there and start communicating with them, you, you know, that's yeah. that's our job to make them happy and to make them feel something. So once you get into that zone, yeah, that just takes you to where you have to be. And, and I think that takes all the the butterflies away yeah yeah so tonight you guys are collaborating on stage so we're getting greg and paula together as a part of a group how often do you guys do collaborative shows like this it's actually funny because we, we've worked in the studio together but life on stage this is a first okay okay yeah, yeah. okay okay we actually did one show um when we first met, oh, at, at Spaghettinis in at California. Spaghettinis, but yeah. I, I, I was, I mean, just I was just your keyboard player, not, yeah. not really an artist. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah. for 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 this one, this is the yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. So how many? You, how do you decide? Okay, like you're doing this show, you got like a hour, hour and fifteen minute set, I think. And how do you decide what show, what what songs are going to be on the set list? Is it like okay, we're going to do fifty percent of my songs, fifty percent of your songs, or is it when I love this song, I love this song too. Let's add that in. How do you guys decide? I do whatever Paula tells me to do. So. <laughs> That's usually what Lou says. Spoken uh, like a wise man, Greg. I know. <laughs> yeah, we kind of split the set. Okay, okay, okay. If you want a real answer. <laughs> yeah, you kind of split the set. Okay, all right. So, Greg, um, Sunrise Boulevard has been really successful for you um, lately. And tell us about the inspiration for that song and how your recent success has changed things for you. You know, it was really interesting because uh, there was a part during COVID where I didn't feel like writing any music. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the, the song just came to me. Huh. It was just kind of a, just just like, a, you know, just a happy feeling to be able to be, uh, or, or just acknowledging that I'm a musician yeah. and I, I can actually do this, still do this. Yeah. And, and there, there's going to be a brighter future, you yeah. know, we're all going to go through this and we're going to come out 
the other end uh, better, you know. Yeah. And and uh, I just wanted to convey that that feeling in in, in the song, and I think it, it's it's quite a happy song. It and, is, and it resonated with people out there on the radio with yeah. with you know got a lot of play it really did get a lot of play and resonate it, 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 it achieved number one didn't it on, it went on to number billboard. one on yeah. billboard so yes, congratulations yes. on that thank that's quite you. the feat that's quite thank the feat you. and i know um i was teasing greg a little bit earlier that uh when he was backstage that i was not gonna i was not gonna ask him any hardball questions so i am gonna ask <laughs> him about stevie wonder though as an influence because he greg mentioned that stevie wonder was really kind of the it was his music who really kind of got you into music so Absolutely. tell us about that Absolutely, you know, it, 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 it's, it sounds like a made-up story, but it's really true. I, I grew up in Switzerland, uh-huh. and I was I wasn't really interested in music. Yeah. You know, all, okay. all my classmates they had their favorite bands, they had their favorite singers. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then one night, I, I, I heard Stevie on the radio. A uh, song is called "Isn't She Lovely," oh, yeah. and it just changed my life. I, I, I was so intrigued by everything, by his voice, the composition. Uh, the the instrument, the Fender Rhodes piano, uh-huh. you know, I've I've never been the same since. <laughs> That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. I think Stevie has influenced a lot of uh, yes. a lot of musicians, and, yes. and rightfully so. I think one of the best to ever do it. Yes. So now, Paula, the last couple of months have been pretty good for you too. So, or last yes. couple of years, really, have been pretty yep. good for you. You know. So, tell us about that. Tell us about how that's changed your life. I mean, you've had a couple of great songs. Summer song. Can you feel it? Both of those songs went went kind of straight up on the charts, right? Yeah. So how has that changed the world for you? I was really amazing because um, Greg produced and co-wrote Can You Feel It okay. with me. And uh, that went to number one during COVID. Yeah. And you know what was going on during COVID. It was yeah. like, I live in New York. Yeah. And it was kind of like looking at the TV. It was it looked like the end of the world. Yeah. We, we were losing yeah. 8,000 people a day. Yeah. yeah. They had like makeshift morgues set up. And it, I was looking at that and I'm like, what? what is... Where's this going? Yeah, you know. Yeah, sure. And so we, I really needed something to lift me up, and uh-huh. the fact that um, "Can You Feel It" got released in January, the single, you know, the yeah. title track, and it just kept going up the chart, and, and it hit number one last in 2020. I think it was in May. Uh-huh. It just really helped me get through. Good. Good. That whole good. thing, you know, just really lifted my spirits. Yeah. You know? you know, that's a common thing. You know, everyone that I've talked to, all the musicians I've talked to over the last few months, you know, that COVID experience was really, really kind of, you know, life changing for just about everybody. Like, you know, in some way, shape or form, like you were either affirmed or you had some epiphanies or something happened. And, you know, I've always been a big, big, big believer that, you know, through tragedy, if you're paying close enough attention, through tragedies, also, oftentimes you can find some gold nuggets, you know? Absolutely. And it's, you know, like the ability to take that time to say, to pour your heart out as, as you do as a musician, right? And to be rewarded for it with the success that you had, even in the midst of that crazy time, that's really kind of a cool thing. That's really kind of a cool thing. It's really a blessing. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So, Paula, I know you also do some um, some philanthropic work, too. So, we chat a little bit about Tell us about the kind of work you do to, you know, help young people and other things that you do in, in outside from being just a great musician. Um, I'm on the board of F2F Foundation in Houston. Mm-hmm. And we raise money to get instruments for uh, kids that can't afford them, whose families can't afford them. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, I do jazz workshops for Dakota Sachs, and they're in the loop on this, too, because um, 
they're able to get us instruments for F2F at a discount. Great. And we get them to the kids, so yeah. uh, that works out really well. And I work for a company that's called Music That Heals. Okay. I have a music therapy background, and uh, we play music for cancer patients, people in hospice, and, yeah. and things like that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's really, uh, when you and I first started talking, that was one of the things that uh, was an instant connection between us, because you know, our festival, we do a lot of philanthropic work with our festival. In fact, we gave a grant to a local school today to help them keep their music program alive. Yay. We've uh, <laughs> We've had two festivals, and with the two festivals so far, we've been able to help seven young people go to college, and we also provide support for um, for young people who may not otherwise have the opportunity to go to music camps. And I think it's so important the work that the work to do that work, but to understand the value of music to be such a healing force in the lives of people. You know, it's vital. Yeah, it really is. By the way, I love the uh, welcome note that we got. I read that, and I and I sent Nicole a note about it. Oh, great, you know? great. Um, I think that music and art education is vital, and it always gets cut, at least where I live. It's yeah. considered to be peripheral, and yep. it's one of the first things that gets cut. And it shouldn't be. But when kids are growing up, they need to have something to feel excited about. Yes. You know, to make them feel good about themselves, yeah. something to belong to. Yeah, no doubt about it. Otherwise, they get into trouble. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I know the music that you guys have been making is the music that's been helping people heal, helping people move forward, helping people just have fun. So we're going to take a, couple, a listen to a couple of those hits we talked about. Here's Paula Atherton with Can You Feel It? and Greg Manning with Sunrise Boulevard.
we just heard Can You Feel It in Sunrise Boulevard. And you, everybody who's listening to us, you don't have the vantage point that I have. And it's really cool. I'm sitting here with Paula and Greg, and I'm watching the two of them smile as they listen to their music and that's allowed right that is allowed it's it's, better than crying it's better than crying no doubt about it but it's really cool though like you know it's like it's like you guys put so much into this and you guys probably played these songs a hundred times or more hundreds of times probably right but to see that you still feel still enjoy them and still get that feeling from them you know i hope i hope that helps you get a sense of how other people feel who get to experience your music because i'm watching you guys and you guys are both smiling really big and that's a really cool thing to see (laughs) that's a really cool thing to see so greg you've done a lot of work as a producer so how did you one get into producing and then two how does producing impact what you do as an artist when you're making your own music uh very good questions you know i i've always been in I was interested in technology mm-hmm. in, in in production okay. early on. Like I mentioned, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I was fascinated by the sound. You know, the instruments, the the synthesizers he he played, the, the drum machines, all, all that stuff. Yeah. So I've 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 always been in, in very interested in, in in production, and just you know, just gradually it, it, it grew. Okay. And uh, yeah, lately I've I've been really blessed. I, I I have a lot of clients. A lot of people call me for for production work. Great, which which, which are really you know I I just love doing it. <laughs> I always tell people I love getting up in the morning in my pajamas uh-huh. and, and just stumbling down to the studio. <laughs> Don't have to change anything, and 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 I, I just love it. So who are some of the folks that you're? Can you tell us some of the folks that you're doing production work for these days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, one one I believe is a dear friend of of Paula's. It's Cindy Bradley. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm working on, on her new album. Then uh, uh, I, I think the, the the cat is out of the bag. I'm uh, Tommy Davidson, oh, the, yeah. the the actor comedian. I'm, I'm working with him on an album. Fantastic, which is actually cool. Just just the other day, we actually recorded Dave Koss on one of the tunes. Okay, okay. So I, I think it's going to be really interesting. Wow, and really when can we expect to, to hear some of those new, those new I, albums? I hope top of next year. Okay, fantastic. I think, I think it's going to come out top, top of next year. All right, folks, you heard it here. Yeah, heard it here first. Be on the lookout. <laughs> yes. And and Paula, you are one of the few saxophone players who's also a vocalist. So like, how do you like when you're creating a song? How do you determine this is a song where I, I need to lend my voice or this is a song where I want I want my saxophone to be heard? How do you determine that? Well, I write for voice, flute, alto, and soprano sometimes. I haven't been writing for soprano over the past couple of recordings because it's so it's so difficult to, to travel with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just to travel with my flute and my saxophone is, is like hard enough. Sure, <laughs> sure. So I think if I can't perform it, then I, I don't record it. That's, gotcha. But I, I miss soprano, so I think I'm going to play it on my next record. Um, if something happens that I want to tell a story about, it's going to be a vocal tune. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and it just depends on how things come to me. Gotcha. 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 Is there any, are there any things that inspire you guys um, more than other things? Or is it all kinds of different things? You get inspiration from different things. I think I'm, I'm I'm like a sponge, you yeah. know. Uh, it, it, anything can influence me. It can be music. It can can be other art. Yeah. It, it can be a, a podcast I okay. listen to. Okay. So many different things. Okay. I, I think it's very uh, important as a musician to be open. Yeah. To to all kind of things. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Good. What about you? What about inspiration for you, Paula? 
Yeah, I get it from a, a lot of different things. Um, if I see a performance of some music that I really like, that inspires me okay. to write. Good. And uh, and I've written some of my vocal tunes are about things that have happened in my life, okay. you know, yeah, 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 that, yeah. Uh, that I want to tell good. about. Good, good, good. Well, guys, we have this game that we play on every show. Uh, the game is called Bout It or Doubt It, okay? So if you're about it, it's something that you like, okay? If you doubt it, it's something that you're not quite feeling. So are you guys interested in playing? Of course. All okay, right, sure. let's give it a go. I started this body bout If you bout it, get them up. I mean you body body. That I mean you body. body. We say you body body. Uh, I represent. represent. I doubt it. So guys, we're gonna spin the wheel to get you a category, and then I'm gonna ask you a couple of about it or doubt it questions. Okay. All right, let's spin the wheel. <laughs> I love the sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and your category today is travel and leisure. Okay. About it or doubt it. Camping. <laughs> doubt it. <laughs> Same doubt here. <laughs> How, what would you say, Greg? Same here. Doubt Same it. here. Doubt it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not Room feeling it, huh? Girl. I, don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. See, <laughs> I, I have a phobia. Spiders. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh my god. I, 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 me and camping. No, no. I, I would run so fast and don't so worry, far. Don't worry. There's no spiders in the woods. <laughs> oh no, not at all. Right, no, right, nothing. Right. Of course. I always tell people my idea of roughing it is a Motel Six. You know. Oh, <laughs> that's about as rough as I want to go. I'm with you guys. I'm a doubt it all day long on the camping. Right, let's do one more though. How about travel or leisure? How about Alaska? Oh, doubt it. Doubt it. Okay, tell us why. I like places with palm trees, uh-huh, mm-hmm. not icebergs. Okay, gotcha. Bout it. Bout it. Okay, so you're from the Netherlands, right? Well, I, I'm originally from Switzerland. From Switzerland. I'm Switz- sorry. Yeah, no problem, Switzerland. But uh, I, uh, you know, I've, I've done a couple of Dave Cross cruises as a keyboard player, oh, yeah. and one of them went to Alaska. Okay. Never been to Alaska, and that was really, really surprised how much I liked Alaska. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was actually very warm. I was sweating in huh. Alaska. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and, and just just the nature. It's it's breathtaking. Yeah. So beautiful. There's a show that's called I think it's called Buying Alaska, and they show these people who are buying homes or cottages in Alaska, right? And I have to say, I, I sometimes watch that show. And every time I watch that show, there's a side of me that says, that would be really cool. And then right as, as soon as I say that to myself, there's another side of me that says, are you kidding me? No way. No way. So I think I'm a, I think I'm a, I think I could do Alaska on a cruise. I think, you know, spending any time on the land of any, any long time on the land, I think I'd probably have a struggle with that. So a visit, a visit would be nice in, the, be in nice. the summertime. In the summertime. I agree. I agree. Wisconsin gets cold enough. I don't need Alaska cold. <laughs> so. I know, Greg, we talked a little bit about this with you and that the inspiration from Stevie Wonder. But, you know, Paula, for you, what made you decide that you wanted to become a musician? I just always loved music. And uh, unfortunately, my family didn't really have a lot of money to like. I wanted a piano when I was five. And so I didn't get that. So in school, I started singing. And then in fourth grade, you could get a band instrument. Okay. And I think I picked drums first, but they didn't want me to play that. So they okay. said, why don't you play flute? I'm like, okay. Because I just wanted to play an instrument. Yeah, yeah, In a yeah. way, I didn't care which one it was. Uh-huh. So that's how I wound up with the flute first. Okay. Um, my mother used to play Nat King Cole recordings in the house all the time. So I mm-hmm. kind of grew up listening to that. Yeah, yeah. You know, to jazz and stuff like that. Okay. So you mentioned Nat King Cole, and you talked about Stevie a little bit. What are some other artists that you would say have really shaped your sound or influenced you musically or who you look to for 
you know, when you're looking for a little, a little inspiration or just to hear some good music? Well, I I came up studying traditional jazz, so uh, Charlie Parker, Miles mm-hmm. Davis, uh, Ella Fitzgerald, Lambert Hendrickson Ross. Wow, yeah. You know, there's so many. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what about you, Greg? One of my big heroes, of of course, you know, the, the great keyboard players, Herbie, yeah. Chick. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, so, so many. But uh, outside of piano, I'm a huge Pat Metheny fan. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think, you know, Pat, as, as a composer, as a instrumentalist, his, his facility on the instrument, mm-hmm. but also his, his production skills, yeah. it, it, it is incredible. He yeah. is he's one of my heroes. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So do you guys have artists that you have not yet worked with that you're dying to work with? I would love, and it's probably just going to stay a dream, but I would love to work with Earth and Fire. Okay, 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 okay. Why is that? Oh, uh... uh well, I mean, I actually got signed to Maurice. Actually, we both got, got signed. Paul and I got signed to Maurice White's label, okay. Kalimba, uh-huh. uh, a few years ago. Unfortunately, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But, you know, for me growing up in Switzerland, I started listening to Stevie, to Earth, Wind & Fire. Yeah. It, it's, it's just great music that I don't really hear anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm dating myself, yeah. probably old school. But, but just music that goes somewhere, it has a bridge, it has a yeah. great melody. Yeah. It, it takes you on a journey. And I'm, I'm not that much into four-bar loops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean th- th- there's nothing wrong about rap, hip-hop. My, yeah. my son listens to it all day long. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can see why. But I, I like I like real music. Yeah. And yeah. I think Earth, Wind & Fire is, is, is like, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about you, Paula? Now, well, talking about Earth, Wind & Fire, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, yeah. As far as performing, songwriting, playing, singing, the whole thing. It's When Maurice passed, uh, first of all, I was just in shock. I'm sure Greg was and the rest of the world was. And um, I spent some time watching their videos mm-hmm. and just like, man, that's, that's it. That's the yeah. top of anywhere you could go with music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it I really agree. is. I agree. Yeah, it I really agree. is. And I think you guys made some really good points. I think one of the points, one of the things that I share with you guys is the, the, an appreciation for mu- music of that genre and of that era because there was just a different level of quality to the music. Like um, the art of being a lyricist, right? You know, you don't find that today. You know, when you look at and, and Greg, you made a great point that those songs told a story. And you can disappear into those songs, you know, and that's, I think, one of the beautiful things about music. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would have to agree with you guys. You guys certainly are barking up some trees that I would agree with. So, well, let's take a little bit, little listen to some more of your music. Um, here's Paula with her big hit, Summer Song, and Greg with his hit, The Calling.
Yeah, so everybody, I just got lost in those two songs. I, you know, just was, you know, sitting here just swaying to the beat and enjoying myself immensely. So thank you guys for the immense talent that you put out into this world and that you allow us to enjoy. We just heard um, Summer Song by Paula Abitin and Greg Manning with The Calling. So I'd love to ask a question of all my guests. I love, there's a couple questions I'm going to ask you that I ask of all my guests. The first one is for both of you guys. Can you tell me your three favorite albums of all time? Oh, that's easy for me. Okay, okay. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, please do, because I got to think. <laughs> <laughs> Songs in the Key of Life. Yeah, on my list. Songs in the Key of Life. <laughs> Songs in the Key of Life. <laughs> no, no, and, and, and there's also Pat Metheny's Secret Story in okay, there. Okay, okay. Which, which I love. And, of course, Miles. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, Kind of blue. Yeah, I was gonna say. That I mean, for that, sure. that that that, that okay. record that there's magic in there. Yeah. Okay, okay, good, good. So, Paul, what about you? Yeah, I I love Stevie too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know wh- which particular album I would pick because uh, I love so much of his music, but yeah. um, definitely kind of blue, and probably Bill Evans alone. Okay, oh, okay, good yeah, choice. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm a big Stevie fan too, and I think one of the best lyricists of all time. The song "Ass" for me is just oh, like man. As around the sun, the earth knows she's revolving. Rolling, as yeah. the rosebuds know to bloom in, in early May. May. Just as hate knows love's a cure, you can rest your mind assured that I'll be loving you always. Like To me, those are some of the most beautiful lyrics it's ever poetry. written. It truly it's is. Poetry. It truly oh, totally, is. totally. And, and it, again, it's just a magical, it's a magical ride listening. So I, I'm in, I concur with some of those. Okay, another one that I ask everybody is you're having a dinner party and you can invite any three people that you want living or deceased who's coming to your dinner party and why <laughs> herbie hancock okay okay definitely um uh charlie parker and miles davis all right all right all right G- yeah. gotta be musicians or anybody anybody doesn't have to be musicians oh uh def oh. definitely uh dr king yes i i, I think he's he's on another level uh as a musician uh musician keith jarrett okay okay and uh i would have dinner with with my girlfriend lisa (laughs) that's a good answer man and and and, uh and greg's greg's girlfriend is going to be here today too so and if she's listening you just earn some points man. okay good good you just good earn some points. we we all can earn those points from time to time That's absolutely never a bad thing. absolutely so what does the rest of 2021 and 2022 hold for you guys what's going on at the rest of this year and next year for you guys i'm actually going to do a lot of uh production i have like i have like it's, it's kind of crazy but I, I like it's good crazy i have like yeah. 12 clients okay that i'm going to do projects with and uh i i think we have the same booking agent gina mccain Yes. Right, and China has some stuff for, for me on on the East Coast actually next year, a little East Coast tour. Great! So I'm um, I'm excited about these things, and and you know I, I I can't wait for normalcy to return. Yeah, 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 me too. Yeah, yeah. And what about you for the rest of this year and next, Paula? Um, I I've been wanting to write, and I've been really busy touring. And when I get home, since our governor opened New York up, there's yeah. a lot of corporate work and private party work and stuff, and okay. I I do a fair amount of that. So I haven't had any time to write. So I'm looking forward to November and December because yeah. I'm going to have a little bit more time home. So I want to get back to writing because I just feel like uh, 
I'm just ready for it. Yeah. You know? I'm yeah, just yeah. ready for it. Yeah. And, uh, and also touring uh, next year. Good. And awesome. you, you just wrote number one song, so... Right. That's that's right. not bad. You should keep writing. You, you know how it is, like, you know, when you haven't written for a while, you feel like, you know, you have things to express. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. That's, Maybe that's nothing, a good thing. Maybe nothing tangible, but just you feel full right, up. Right. Like, I got yep, I got yep. it get to yep. it you know yep. yeah no yep. doubt about it well i cannot tell you both how um fortunate i feel that you guys would take time out of such a busy day to spend some time with me and with our guests with our fans as oh, a guest man. with our come, fans come on, on the, come on. On the podcast it's been oh, a long pleasure. day it's been a long day for you guys we're excited to see you guys on stage in a little while thank uh, you so and, and again, also carl you know yeah. I'm, I'm not just saying it's because you're, you're sitting in front of me but you know people like you that are really passionate about music and and support this genre yeah it's i mean it, it, it's priceless for us you well, know means everything. Really, thank you big, everything. big thank you to you oh it, you know this is this is a labor of love for me and so it's it's great to be able to have spend some time with you guys and then i get to sorry those of you that aren't here i'm sorry but i get to go sit and listen to them live <laughs> for for this evening and, and listen to all of our other guests paul uh candace springs and Julian Vaughn, as well as these guys. So, thank you so much for being on the show, you guys, and have a fantastic show tonight. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having us. That's our show for this week. Be sure to check out our website, freshcoastjazz.com, to sign up for our email list so you can stay up on what's going on with contemporary jazz. We'll see you next time on Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage.